Welcome to the Affiliate Interview Series by Statstrom. Our next guest is Benjamin Truman, who's the co-founder of Media Troopers. And aside from talking about the U.S. iGaming markets, we also get into the world of mobile marketing. Let's get to it. Okay, it should be recording, and I'm just going to get my prompt for my questions ready. So if you're ready, I think I've got everything else turned off. Good to go. Okay. Welcome to another in affiliate interview series. And I've got a very special guest with me, Benjamin Truman from Media Troopers. And I'm going to start things off by uh, allowing you to introduce yourself and tell us more about what does Media Troopers do? So uh, my name is Benjamin Truman, as John said. Um, I have been in the gambling industry for a long time on the other side of the Atlantic, away from North America, um, mainly in marketing operations uh, for casinos and then marketing agencies. And Media Troopers is a paid marketing agency in the United States. It's uh, probably one of the largest privately owned at this point. Um, providing services in all the regulated states, including Ontario. Um, Media Troopers only works in in regulated places and states and countries. And we also, you know, we, we provide all the services. We provide the affiliation, the media, the social, the the PPC, the you know, working with Google, and we also provide consulting for a lot of smaller operators and our partners throughout the United States. Interesting. So um, you seem to be involved in mobile mar marketing early on. And I was wondering, like, how has that helped your company with where you are today? Well, mo we're a mobile first company in a lot of ways. Um, it's really helped us grow. It's still a, an area that most companies struggle with. You know, um, we saw the launch of iOS 14. And with the launch of iOS 14, it really became uh, harder on the mobile side. It's something that I've been involved in personally since about 2012. So I saw this wave coming a long time. And when we started Media Troopers, we really focused on mobile first. And not mobile first in the sense that it's a mobile website, but native apps. Well, I guess it's interesting because, I mean, I can kind of say I might be guilty in when I design websites, I start with the desktop and then the mobile comes second. So I'm, I'm going to make an, an assumption that you would agree that a lot of people are still operating in the desktop first environment, even though we really have as consumers moved over to mobile. Oh, 100 percent. Most people, um, especially in our industry, they they don't think about it like that. They're thinking, OK, let me get my desktop working. But then you remember that 60 to 70 percent of your users are using the mobile phone. You know, it's it's higher in sports betting than it is in, in iGaming. Um, and you really have to see this focus and this shift in how people think about it. And I would say up until maybe COVID, um, that was still the thinking. And now you have a lot of people who are racing to kind of catch up, especially on the European side and and the Europe market, European markets and the American markets and even Ontario, it's so mobile first, everything, you know, you guys want to sit on their couch and place a sports bet. They don't want to go onto a website. And I think now there's kind of that shift in thinking like, okay, we need to make sure everything's mobile responsive. We need to make sure our product and our mobile app are good to go. Um, and that's going to take time to even keep shifting. Yeah. Very good point. 
Um, next question, I want to go back into, you know, the U.S. regulated iGaming market. So were you excited to see everything open up in the last couple of years? And where do you see things today and especially in the next couple of years? So in sports betting, I mean, it's just going crazy. I mean, we just had Ohio. I, I think Katina made a press release today or yesterday saying it was their busiest market. I, I think everybody I've spoken to, operators, marketers, affiliates, everybody's saying Ohio has been amazing. In the sports betting market, we'll continue to see this. You know, we have uh, Georgia, we have North Carolina, we have uh, Maine going to announce their, their rules very soon. Uh, Massachusetts launching in March. Uh, and then the the two big ones that everybody's kind of waiting on are are Texas and Florida. Florida, if, if the Seminoles win their their court case, which I think, depending on who you ask, will say yes or no. In Texas, whether or not they're going to pass something, which I think with Jerry Jones and the money and Dallas and everything else and the Cowboys and the amount of money and Tim Ferretti and all those guys, I think you'll see sports bang. But iGaming is the thing that I think everybody's now starting to see. And the first domino to fall will be New York. I mean, I think everybody's in agreement that she, that the governor of New York will give out three licenses. They'll probably be mobile first as Caesars would like a license, but they have to build in Times Square. It won't happen overnight. So if you give them a license... They have to go mobile first. Uh, maybe Indiana will go, Colorado possibly. But I think you're starting to see this movement towards iGaming. So sports betting will continue to go. It's always the first mover and then iGaming. But it's been great to see it. I don't think anybody expected it. Um, but we've seen the numbers. and Mar Maryland numbers just announced today, $438 million wagered in the first month. So, you know, these are... These are incredible numbers, and, and everybody needs tax dollars today. Yeah, that's massive, and that's interesting growth. Um, so my next question is going to segue to, it's still iGaming, but I think one aspect or one vertical that's kind of neglected is online lotteries. And we're talking about mobile first, and it's kind of like mobile plus lottery sounds like this should be a sure thing. So just kind of wondering what your take on online lotteries are. I think it's going to be interesting to see what jackpot.com is able to do in Texas. I mean, yesterday they announced this, this whole breakthrough in Texas with the Dallas Cowboys and launching the first online kind of product for, for online lotteries in the U.S. The biggest problem with lotteries is it's still somewhat connected to the federal government. So it's really hard to say whether or not it will move as quick as everybody thinks because there's still some aspects of the federal government involved. Obviously, the state lotteries have a lot of say. They're doing sports betting and everything else. But because of this aspect of, of you know, I, I think it's, you know, the Wire Act here, we're, we're having an issue with lottery. You know, how do they transfer money and everything? It's what we had with poker. I mean, only recently there are people in Michigan allowed to play with people in New Jersey in poker rooms online. The same thing here in lottery. Here you have Powerball. It's offered in 30 states plus. It's going to be difficult. But Texas with jackpot.com, very interesting. Let's see where it goes. If it's a success, I think you'll see more movers in the lottery. It's just, you know, did somebody win Mega Millions? I don't know if they did. I think it's like $800 million now. Um, I can tell you when I was in New York a couple months ago, it was what, like $1.6 billion for Powerball? And, of course, I played. 
I mean, I didn't even come <laughs> close, but, you know, everybody plays. The lady standing in front of me with the Birkin bag was playing in Manhattan. You know, everybody plays. It's just you have a lot of um, you have a lot of movers here and shakers in different you know jurisdictions and the government and that's the great thing about sports betting and eye gaming. The Supreme Court said it's a state issue. They haven't done that necessarily with lottery, so I think it will be a little bit slower. Yeah, I think you're right. Like I mean, most people should understand that a lot of. Uh, lotteries around the world are tied into a state or a province or you know, like the actual national gaming regulation. So um, I think what we see in the in the US is maybe the slow adoption to go, okay, how can everyone else get involved? Like, are there affiliates involved? And, you know, we see a lot of paid media getting connected with lottery, because like you said, when things hit a billion dollars, it it sells itself. But of course, they obviously want to have more ads there. But I think this is probably maybe the last low hanging fruit where can affiliates get involved and can companies like jackpot, you know, .com get involved where I think you're right. If, uh, if that becomes a big deal, this becomes a pure copycat uh, recipe or formula for, you know, what, what could this look like in other states? Um, but when it comes to online and online gambling and online sports and product and things like that, we are very much behind the Europeans. Um, yeah. European lotteries online have been there forever. I mean, you, you, you have Pennsylvania and Michigan, which have an online site. But they do not offer lottery. Uh, which gaming conferences are you looking forward to the most this year? Oh well, you know, first coming up is ICE. I mean, it's it's the granddaddy of them all, as we like to say, who's been in the industry for a long time. ICE is ICE is a lot of fun. Then you have Lack, which is obviously attached to it. After that, we have iGaming next. Um, those guys have done a great job putting together a different type of conference. Then you have SBC North America. And then later on, you'll have, you know, we have IGB in Amsterdam and uh, we have GDE. Uh, and let's not forget the one that I'm really, NIGA. You know, yeah. I, I've always preached this and said, look, the one thing the American, you know, the big commercial American players don't realize is when the Native Americans decide to enter sports betting and casino online, it's going to become a different playing field and ball game. You know, some of these Native American tribes, the amount of money that they have or, you know, some of them have 5,000 slot machines, you know, that's insane. There, there's more slot machines at some Native American tribal casinos than there are in, in some Vegas casinos. Um, so I'm looking forward to NIGA, obviously, in March and um, need to plug my friends at the Oklahoma Indian Gaming Convention in, in July um end of july early august so you know i'm looking forward to all those and then we get a little bit of a slowdown after gde which kind of like the the end of it all um but those are those are kind of the schedule of the year you know it's you have some other ones small but for our sake it's ice sbc niga you know and then going in gte and igaming next and, and things like this well, i kind of look forward to a lot of these shows where you know it's a really good reason to how many hours every week does your team spend checking all of your stats? You know, clicks, signups, FTDs, CPAs earned, revenue, and commissions? Are you storing this data manually on spreadsheets? Surely there has to be a better way. That's exactly what StatsDrone is for. Save hours and focus on work that makes you more money, and use the app to optimize your campaigns so you know where to send more traffic to. Oh, and other features? Discover nearly 900 iGaming affiliate programs, get account balances, save notes on all your deals, stay on top of trends of your own data, 
Oh, and you can also store the data on your own server and super fast onboarding. Visit www.statstrong.com and give the app a try for free. You know, visit a you know a lot of different American cities and kind of experience some of these conferences, which are I find all of them are getting you know really interesting on their own, especially iGaming Next. The the one I want to go to is SBC in in Latin America, which is in Miami. But you know, we don't do much in Latin America. I just want to go to Miami. It's always yeah. nice weather in Miami. It's a good excuse. Yeah, it's always. And so last I've got is how do you think affiliates could differentiate themselves from the thousands of new sites that kind of look the same, especially when people are kind of looking at this industry going, where do I start? Or, you know, what is my roadmap? Look, I, I, I think you're going to see two big focuses in the industry this year. One of them will be on the regular on the regulatory side, which we're already seeing in Ohio, the, the advertising, how that's working out. I think states like New York will start to regulate the affiliates, which will push a lot of people out. Um, so the first thing will be on the regulation side and the messaging. I think the industry needs to do a much better job with that. You know, I think we're already seeing it. Obviously, you know, I always give give the example. If you go into a casino in Atlantic City or Vegas or anywhere, they still ship in the old ladies to play the penny slot machines. That will never end. But online, it's much easier for somebody under 21 to come on and gamble than it is to walk into a casino. And I, I think we'll see a shift in, in some rules there. Um, but the other thing is education. I think... You know, it's nice to put up a website and have a review and say this is a great place to go and here's their offer and everything else. But how are you educating the users? How are you bringing people in? You know, uh, affiliates can differentiate themselves by educating their users, not just slapping up a website and saying here are the odds, here's everything else. It's, it's really about education and content. And I think that's where if you want to make yourself different, that's where it is. Find a niche that nobody's in. You know, um, find something, you know, maybe build a website around poker or there's one one vertical that nobody really talks about. If you know the industry pre-2006, it was actually one of the biggest parts of the industry. Bingo. <laughs> Do something that's different. Bingo is massive in Europe. Um, in the United States, it's only offered in Jersey, but that will also come with time. You know, there are bingo halls everywhere. People still like to play bingo. I play bingo with my kids, you know, they're small, they play for candy, but you know, people still play for money. So you want to be different, find a niche that nobody else is in. And there are a lot of them. You know, I think, think affiliates today think like, oh, everything's done, taken, but it's not. And if you think you're going to start a sports betting website, you know, for news and you're going to battle ESPN with Caesars and DraftKings or Yahoo with MGM, yeah, you're not changing the narrative or changing what you do. So I think as an affiliate, if you're looking to get into this market, find a niche. Yeah. You know, find something that you're very good at that nobody's doing. And there's a lot of them, by the way. Yeah, I think I think you're definitely on point where you know bingo is a topic that people are yeah. neglecting, and especially for America. I mean, this is pretty much uh, you know uh, being from Canada. It's kind of like bingo is almost normalized as like a gaming product. And, you know, going back to lotteries, I think these two are kind of neglected. And, you know, if you really want, they can always, you know, they say in iGaming, all roads lead back to casino. And it's like, you're always going to be able to convert those users. And I think you're definitely, 
you've articulated something very well where people are kind of going, okay, how do we differentiate themselves and be different? And I think uh, a lot of sites really don't educate the users. They don't get in the mindset of a user going, hey, I'm brand new. I don't even know where to get started. Like, how do I deposit or what are the rules or how do I withdraw? And, um, you know, I think you're, you're definitely hitting something where a lot of affiliate, new affiliates, they, they see other sites and they're going, I'm going to copy the Ask Gamblers. <laughs> and they're going after, you know, the biggest fish and going, okay, they're just making their lives a lot more difficult. Yeah, there, there's tons of things. We have things here, media troopers that will come online that you know, are niches that nobody's even thinking about. And, and where where's the next move in the market? You know, I say poker, bingo, lottery. You know, iGaming will grow, casino, America. You know, I love table games. I think table games are, are, are something that, you know, in Europe we see a lot of slots. In America we see a lot of table games. And of course, that will grow, but then you have bingo and, you know, the liquidity in poker looks like it will be solved even more this year. And when you're able to play in cross states, that's a market that in all tents and purposes has been closed since full tilt closed. So 2008, you know, when they finally went down. So, you know, poker is also something else that I think, you know, it'll take time. This, this market's still very new. I, I like to tell people it's, it's really 2000, 2001 UK. I mean, it's it's has a long ways to go here. Yeah. And that's crazy to think about it for people that have been in the industry for that long, where we kind of wonder, like, where is the ceiling? But um, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. It's uh, I don't think we've really gotten to the highest level. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So thanks very much for, for joining us. And uh, one last plug for Media Troopers. And how can people get a hold of you? So uh, you can come onto our website and contact us there. Obviously, you can find us on LinkedIn, myself and my business partner, Sam Siegel, or, or anybody in our staff. Um, but that's usually the best way to contact us. And then uh, we'll, we're always willing to have a chat with everybody. Awesome. Thank you very much for joining. Thanks, John. Thanks for the time.